0: Big shock, big
1: shock. Push a player button. The head escape button for the control box.
2: Oh, really, <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he's That's like, a three for me is a ten for <laughs> <That's> <laughs> right. yeah. a three for most people is Great a ten for occur, me. Baby, I'm ready.
0: It, it, yeah, wow.
3: I, I say, Matt, I'm impressed by this change of diet. Yeah, what is I'm that? About. Are you? You got blackberries and gherkins.
2: Oh, are you eating baby pickles? Well, you is put that- it like that. Blackberries and gherkins? <laughs> are you pregnant?
0: Congratulations. <laughs> oh, geez, that I, explains the like belly. Boy it. or a yeah. girl? Both. <laughs>
4: I was running late. There was traffic on the 215 on the way home from work, and I was like, oh, fuck, I need to grab some food, and I didn't have time to stop because I didn't want to be late for the show. Mm-hmm. So I went home and changed, and oh. this, is what,
3: this is what was in the fridge. Well,
4: how- there's plenty, but it was like easy grabbing.
0: What about packing a lunch on Tuesday nights and just, <laughs> you know.
4: I already ate it. I'm fat. Come on.
1: (laughs) Show my own. He is packing on. He's packing on the lunch. Oh, God. (laughs) Look around the room and see
4: everyone else's. Yeah, we're not svelte. Hey, remember, I'm Midwest svelte.
3: (laughs) That's great. Okay. Welcome, folks, to Geek Shack number 410. I'm Master Targo. 80s
2: Jeff. Commander K. Fact check dandy. Very fat, Matt.
3: Oh, <laughs>
2: but but you're slim for a Canadian, right? At least Maple Leaf fat. And we well,
3: my winter blubber. Okay, so. yeah. we're here to talk week and weight, gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> the geeky things you do this week, eh? Huh? I've been playing a
2: shitload of fractured butthole. All right, last week you uh, bought it, and I now it. you have you're playing it. Oh god, it's just it's 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 so time demanding. Is, it's is like, it? Well, I I start to go on that like the little side missions which are quick, but well, it's then an RPG. <laughs> yeah, but then like I'll get caught up in uh, a main mission and I think, oh, well, maybe this will be a short one, and then it keeps going on and on and on, like like you'll you'll have one battle that rolls into another battle that rolls into another battle. So it's a and big game. then. It is a huge game because uh, it I, doesn't
3: seem like it. it's, it's kind of a small map that is dealing. It's
2: with. a very small map, but I've probably put. I don't know, 40 hours into it already? Wow. Wow. Already, wow. At least, yeah. In a week, you put in a a full full extra job worth of video game playing? I've fallen back into old, bad video game habits that I had thought I had put to rest years ago. I
3: I miss those habits of yours. I'm glad you're playing video games.
2: Like I would look at the clock and go, I can put another hour in. And then I look down at the clock, it's four hours later, and Mm -hmm. I'm like, Sun's oh, let yet. me, yeah, that's let fine. me, let me just finish <laughs> this mission and then I'll, sure. s- I'll, save and 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 go to bed. And, I mean, because there, there have been a few like seven a.m. Uh, like sleep times for me. Like I just, I'm turning in at seven in and the and morning. Any, what
1: about four hours of sleep this week?
2: Uh, I've been averaging about six to s- s- five to six.
4: You're five to six. Okay, that's fine. Mm. You're good, but uh, yeah, sure,
2: <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's. Do you uh, need
4: your bleedy, beauty sleep? Is that what you're. Fuck yeah. Did you
3: say doesn't so, sleep? you say bleeding sleep? Beauty <laughs> sleep. <laughs> okay. I heard
2: bleedy too. But yeah, I. Yeah. Time to go to sleep.
4: I've, I've, sh- I, had, I had a little gherkin in my mouth.
1: Oh! <laughs> 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 I'm yeah. not taking any blame for that. <laughs> you uh, had my gherkin in your mouth, you'd know it.
4: Oh, God. <laughs> oh. Anybody else want these gherkins? Um, is that, Are you is sure post- you know it? Because post- you're shrinkage you're, imp- <laughs>
2: you're implying that. Yeah, yeah, you
4: don't want it to be known as a gherkin. No, <laughs> no. A gherkin, a gherkin. <laughs> Should we explain to the audience what
3: a gherkin is? Cause uh, cause, the, the, the audience has Google in this case. Okay. In this case. <laughs> uh, that, no, put it <laughs> in that's like That's something better. I want limited.
0: that. I want Matt, wait, 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 everybody. Matt, please explain what a gherkin is.
4: No, I <laughs> want everyone to put in their phones. <laughs> Gherkin penises. See what comes up. (laughs) Wow! don't do that. (laughs) All these pictures of Andy. Hello, FBI. (laughs) No, senor, don't do it. (laughs) Hello, FBI. I didn't even think about that. (laughs) Shit. Don't do that. (laughs) Too
0: late, Matt. You've already ruined a dozen lives.
2: (laughs) Only a dozen? (laughs) Uh, And bejazzling, too, while you're in there. In addition, I've been, you know, still somehow managing to keep up with my... uh, my new season of television, Flash, Supergirl, Ooh. DC's Legends of Tomorrow's Arrow, etc. I can so, never get
4: into DC Legends. It's a different show, but it's still enjoyable. Arrow's my favorite. Mm-hmm. Followed closely by actually Flash is kinda it's the like same thing over and over again, it seems.
0: I gotta I gotta try to restart Flash because the, the the newest season on Netflix I stalled because the Was plot
4: Sivarat Civ- or C-
0: whatever his name is um. the, well the plot Savitar seems, there the, we go sivatar pl- savatar all of the plot <laughs> seems to hinge on Barry making colossally bad decisions over
2: and over again uh, and it's just like oh, have God. you learned who Savatar is yet no the payoff will make all, like, all of that make sense uh,
1: okay, okay.
4: Still, though, we'll it's see. it's the same thing over and over again. So Arrow is still my <laughs> I was going to say, murderer. so is Arrow for that matter, right. though. <clears throat> you know, I don't want to be the
2: Arrow anymore. Oh, I'm being dragged back into oh, the Arrow. And I, I have don't want to be them.
0: Arrow. Any, I mean, I still love Arrow the most and I watch it. Mm-hmm. Right. But um, the, the whole, I'm not sure if I want to be Arrow anymore and the fucking Sam and Diane between Oliver and, and Felicity. Felicity. Yep. They've it's done like, it already. It's like god damn it, just put them together, keep them together, leave it alone. You know, you can have functional relationships that still have <laughs> dramatic complications. It's not like the only complication is they're no longer together. Right. So that 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 grates on me. But now I will say this. I actually texted Professor Biggs this I was uh, starting to watch the uh, new season of Supergirl, the new one on Netflix. Mm-hmm. I do like this guy for Superman. I do like his performance as oh, uh, Superman. Tyler, Tyler Hoken. Yeah. He's, uh, I, I'm liking what he's doing. He's Superman the, shows
1: up on I, uh, Arrow eventually now? I knew I, I, I had,
2: recognized him from somewhere. Where, where did you, you, you see him? Oh, on Supergirl. The, the second Supergirl. season All of Supergirl. Along. You follow along. Supergirl.
1: Yeah. No, I, you, switch, you switch shows. Let me catch yep. yeah. it. I was, I was But he actually <laughs> said, I've been watching Supergirl. <laughs> I know, I, I, and I texted Wait, Professor I, I, I ran the tape back in my season. head. Now I got it. Whatever.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Spoil away. Yeah. Go ahead.
0: No, it, it's nothing big except that he shows up a lot more. There were Tim Tams. So, I, you know, I sometimes. Oh, too. he's not like a shadow or a right, blur? Right. No, no, no. He's showing up more. And it's interesting because it's like. They have the movies, and I know they want to keep the TV shows and movies separate, but part of me is sort of like, are they doing this to maybe feel out a Superman TV show? I don't know.
2: I think they had to do it because you can't keep referencing her famous cousin in air quotes here and then just show the character from a distance like they did oh, in sure. season one. Well,
0: sure, but he's awfully... I mean, for the episodes I've watched, he's awfully involved. I don't know, hmm. but I, anyway, regardless, I like him and I like the yeah. portrayal. It's very cool, so I will say that. So it's a good, it's a good Superman. It's a, a, it, it was funny. Professor Biggs texted back to me. I know, right? A smiley Superman. It was, <laughs> yeah. So, but it, it, with a yeah. positive
2: outlook on
1: on life in general. See, exactly. I'm actually weird. kind of looking forward to the Justice League movie because Superman only will appear at the end, probably. He appears so. It's funny because
0: uh, I haven't seen the latest trailer, but I thought he like appeared there, or I've already seen like publicity pics that that have Cavill showing. So, mm-hmm. so he's he's definitely showing up. Um, but uh, and uh, they well, right, re- it's not
3: like the ba- end of Batman v Superman didn't
0: <laughs> right exactly. But um, yeah, and yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to Justice League too. Yeah. So I'm really, I mean, the big one, of course, I'm looking forward to is for Ragnarok. Yeah, which, uh, Holy shit, uh, uh one it.
1: of our UK, uh, listeners has seen it already and loved it. Yeah.
0: Chris. It was, yeah. Right. Yeah. He's, uh, yeah. They, they already got it. The All rat right. bastards. That's their <laughs> vengeance just because we broke away from them. Yeah. <laughs> so you so get Ragnarok first. Speak for yourself.
4: Jesus. <laughs> Why do you group Canada in there getting to the same time as the U.S.? We didn't break away. <laughs> well, yeah. But,
2: what's that meme well, that was going around on July 4th? It was like the picture of the queen. It's like happy treason day. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, some, yeah. Uh, and it called us some kind of oldie timey uh, slur name, something like that. Oldie timey <laughs> slur name. I, I can't, I like I can't that. remember. The, I'm trying to remember the meme.
0: The That's like a that. nice parenthetical. You yeah. know, insert oldie timey slur name here. <laughs> right. You Jacobites, <laughs> Jacobites—I dare say, jackanapes. Oh, oh,
3: oh. <laughs> get huh? out the gloves, gentlemen.
2: <laughs> I also, uh, you know, in addition to uh, playing stick of truth and watching other stuff, I watched the Spielberg documentary that was on HBO. Oh, I haven't watched that up. yet. That is oh a good my god, that is so good. I mean, some of it I knew from when we talked about him a little bit in film school, but uh, you have a time pocket, don't you? time pockets?
1: yeah you can just like turn off time and, i know 40 and you're, 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 you're
0: hours of yeah. video games spielberg documentary uh, and shh, he works don't
2: tell anybody or the government's gonna come looking for me my special <laughs> ability supergirl all the good stuff yeah, yeah. really.
4: Um, yeah, and, and you unemployed and you don't have this much right. time what right the of heck time, which i wish <laughs> i don't have a time pocket <laughs> <laughs> but uh it's like andy you want to get to go do this no i got a gig aren't you unemployed yeah <laughs> hey, you want to go? Yeah, I, I can't do this now. I think, Got more, gig. I think I'm more of underemployed at the moment. <laughs> okay, underemployed is a good
2: term for Yep. It. But man, it, it, they talk about, you know, the different movies that he's done, and there there were certain times where it was really hitting me in the feels. I was just sitting there, like, the, of all things, because I haven't watched it all the way through in years. When they were doing the, the final scene in E.T. with Elliot and E.T., I was balling like a freaking baby you know at, what
3: and that it hit me right there too and i and, and
2: I, I i was i knew what was coming i'm sitting there going i'm like Aww. yeah it's, it's not that bad but and then i'm sitting there watching it and i'm just like wow with the new context of him talking about you know his you know distance with his father and a lot of that you know you know the broken relationships and family Spoilers.
1: and many of his i, I know movies. i've said it before but freaking lilo and stitch every time can you, you yeah. spoil that one scene
3: could you what? spoil a documentary yeah. Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I want to
1: go. What's Spielberg got to do with Lilo and Stitch? Nothing. The fact that it makes tangent. him cry. It's, it's, I, I cannot stop crying. We, we, we've
3: you. apparently gone to tangents. the what scenes make us have to feel. <laughs> <Yes. laughs>
1: Spock dying in Wrath of Khan every that's single one. time. That's a good one.
4: No, but okay, uh, James got, got, Brown when he got killed in Dirty Dozen. <laughs> it's like, run, James, run. Okay, no he's he got two bits. Almost doing shit? Yeah, I know. And tangents. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, the but smothering yeah. stuff too. Oh, <laughs> well, three. Yeah. yeah,
2: it's a two and a half yeah. hour long documentary. But if you get a chance to watch it, definitely watch, oh, it. It's, definitely uh, watch it. It's It's very uh, well. It's on HBO on demand, so yeah, yeah, you yeah. you should be able to watch mm-hmm.
3: it. No, oh, yeah. I've seen it. I you, just you know just gives me the feels oh. every time. Tom Cruise in Magnolia as father's bedside. Uh. Yeah.
0: Every time. That's a pretty good scene, actually. Wow, in fact, yeah. that that
3: that was the scene that flipped me on Tom Cruise, and I flipped back really fast. But, well, yeah, yeah. But that one <laughs> that, movie was, really that was that
0: was a great. That was some great work on his part. Yeah, that was some really good work
1: on his part.
3: But yeah, that scene right there, kabam! Hmm. What gives you the feels, Matt? Nothing. Cold-hearted. I had a feeling goddamn Canadians. Cold, cold, cold-hearted no. snake. When, when wow. you grew, when you grew up in the forests of sure. Canada. You, you quickly learn to. When
4: you're fighting white walkers every day. <laughs> <laughs> okay. white. white
1: walkers, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's Canada that killed those fields. I think it's Florida.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Florida and man did, does do that. Fighting day. off yep. frostbite oh.
1: too will probably do it too.
4: I
0: as don't well. know. Yeah. <laughs> Do I, I, so, you think with all that beaver, you'd be happy? <laughs> <laughs> you know, speaking of
3: movies that give you the feels, I watched the sequel to Train Spotting this week. Oh, how Ooh. was that? T two Train Spotting. If you enjoyed the first film, you yeah. will enjoy the second film. All right. okay. it, it It takes place twenty years later, and it's masterfully written wow. and masterfully shot. It has that same excited camera that first f- film has, and man, it's where that first film is about being 19 years old and not giving a shit. This one's about being in your 40s and realizing you hadn't given a shit. No statutory rape in this one. Nice. Very nice. And it still has all the great, awesome comedy that
1: the first one does, in dark comedy. I'm not sure I could watch that again. The first one, raked Me Over the Holes, called the coals
2: so bad. Them the fields, <laughs> was that's boy, that's, rake them Over the Holes. didn't get him in the fields. <laughs> boy, did it rake him over the holes. Was that <laughs> subconscious I rape, because I said statutory rape, 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 rape scenes? <laughs> a movie, and you're like, <laughs> rake me over the holes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> rake me over the holes. Wow. <laughs> God, we're inventing Having so many great catchphrases tonight. Flashbacks to... The, the guy in the van from when you were, or the sorry, the woods. The
4: woods, you were yeah, in the woods, <laughs> up there in Maine area. Your, your local White Connecticut. Walker. Connecticut. <laughs> oh, Connecticut, sorry. <laughs> sorry. New England. Well, so, what,
3: what, the first one, it's. But what? What? Uh, I mean, there's a lot of strong moments in that film.
4: Oh, the, 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 the
1: dead baby shit, man. That's, oh yeah, uh, God, yeah. And yeah, they, well, oh, the old, very opening scene. It was hard to get past that. The crawling out of the toilet thing.
3: In in fact, if you haven't seen *Train Spotting* in a while, I recommend revisiting it, revisiting it before doing this one, mm-hmm. because I it does reference a lot of that original yeah. movie, and stuff you might have forgotten.
0: That's very cool. That's very cool.
3: But yeah, I I rewatched it a couple times, and uh, went through the whole commentary, did everything on this disc.
5: Oh
0: nice! And there were
3: certain scenes that I replayed over and over again. There's there's a fantastic monologue in train spotting too that revisits that whole choose life monologue from the opening of train spotting. Mm-hmm. And this one is just I can see theater students doing this for their auditions for schools. Yeah. Wow. It's oh, cool. impressive.
0: And considering our age, that's perfect.
3: Yeah, it's sure. it's, it's yeah. it is perfect for our for age in auditions. Yeah. Yes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Us young folk, huh, Andy? Yeah. <laughs> so I watched uh, Professor Mars and Warner Woman. Please tell me about. it. It is goddamned amazing. Yeah. It's it's this weird, beautiful love story. Um, you know, you, you know the bare bones of it. It sounds a little creepy, but when they actually play it out, it's like, wow, that's, that's really wonderful. They managed to pull that out for a few years
2: before the 50s caught up with them. Um, Where is that playing now? It's, I was I was thinking of going to see it today. R, I ran out of time, Brendan
1: Palms had it. Um, okay, I think uh, Village Square has it. Village Square Valley will Ranch always have films it. like that. Yeah. Okay, and and watch it soon because it ain't going to last long. Right. Yeah, kind well, of that was is. I
2: was hoping to go see it today, but I ran out of time. But it I'm is it is things. just
1: incredibly, you know, beautiful and 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 heart, heart, you know, heartbreaking. Oh wow. Yeah. On HBO,
0: I watched. John Wick Two, really? Aha. Which is the those movies are extraordinary. They're just so extraordinarily filmed, and yeah. the action
2: scenes are so well done. Yeah, the choreographic chore- uh, chore- Thanks, Andy. <laughs> the, choreograph- <laughs> the choreography <laughs> welcome, on sir. that is <laughs> you really have damn impressive. It if, is, especially when you watch the behind the scenes stuff yes, with right. with Keanu Reeves. You know, going through the the tactical training, and they're showing him right. you know how to reload and. And yeah. had it, what they called combat reloads I, and stuff. I, I was, I was with, just like,
0: "Wow!" Yeah, I was with a um, a uh, a friend who's an ex-Marine, uh-huh. and he uh, former Marine. There's yeah. no such thing as an ex-Marine. Oh, I'm sorry. Right, You're right. He's a retired Marine. Hoorah! And he um <laughs> uh and is a bit Hoorah. of a gun guy. Huh. And he <laughs> loves those movies because of the attention they detail about being a gun guy. I know a couple uh, of former and, military and, and like, guys agree with that. Every time, every time he loads, mm-hmm. he... Pulls, checks the breach. Yeah, checks the breach. And and that right there, he, he says,
2: I just love these movies because of that. <laughs> in but, fact, the, the producers were talking about in the second film, they were trying to figure out how many different ways to check the breach they could do and incorporate every single one of those... Differences into the second film yeah
0: and they do a lot of fun stuff there's this fancy thing where he's loading a shotgun and he has a propped on his arm uh-huh. and they're coming at him and he's not done loading the shotgun so holding the shotgun with one hand propped on his arm while he's doing the reload he uses his other hand to pull his pistol and shoot at them before he finishes the reload yeah and his little touches like that but most of all the neat thing is is the structure of this movie because that one of the cool thing that the filmmakers are doing is they always go. They don't just do a straight action movie. I mean, John Wick is phenomenal for its use of color. The color palette in that movie is amazing. Right. And in the second movie, the structure is like a musical, but the musical numbers are action scenes.
3: Oh, color me intrigued.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and that's that's the way to look at the movie. Yeah. That the violence and the action are are it's musical
2: numbers, interludes, ballet. In a musical. It's really ballet because mm-hmm. you've got the music, everything that they're doing is choreographed to the music whether you realize it consciously or not. It's yeah. it's it's amazing. Yeah.
0: Tremendous use of color and music and sound in the Yeah, it's really it's they're really cool. They're really they're really quite amazing. So I definitely recommend the John Wick movies. And two, just finally, I've been waiting for it to get on HBO. Get on, get on, get on. And it finally showed up. <laughs>
2: yeah, I remember, on? I remember Carl asking on Facebook or something at one point. He's like, should I watch these movies? And everybody was like, <laughs> you know, overwhelmingly just yeah. yes in the comments. And
0: Movies with Mikey talks about them both. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot he has yeah yeah and and he goes he not only talks about the structure of the movies, the way they are and everything, but he also talks about the the world because it's a really fun, it it is not magical supernatural fantasy, but it is a fantasy world and the way it kind of c- structures and creates the 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 criminal underworld environment because it's it's really.
4: Oh, with the gold coins and all that, yeah. Yeah, so the, and
0: Illuminati esque with yeah. all its rules. Yeah, and the code. Yeah, I was gonna say stuff. the layers of rules and yeah. everything. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Cool. And of course the supporting cast. The uh the the second one, Ian McShane. Oh wow. Returns is, um, yeah. is, is in there. Lawrence Fishburne shows up. So it's it's plenty of plenty of good stuff.
1: So is the first one on HBO, was my question.
0: Oh, um, I don't know. You know what? They they I saw it on HBO. I've seen both of these on HBO, but they rotate them out so yeah, I've often. I've never seen either of them. I so. don't it's know on them Amazon for sure. Prime.
4: It's on Prime. Oh, okay. There you go. Yeah. All right. That's right. So, I saw it in theater, but I also saw it on Amazon. Prime. Yeah,
0: I missed them. I missed them. I wanted to see John Wick two because I totally missed John Wick when it came out. I I mean, it went under the radar for A lot of people did, me. yeah. But the two, I was ready to go see in the movie theater, and I just couldn't do it. So. Yeah,
4: it reminds me of like Baby Driver, like kind of went under the radar. I yeah, yeah. Baby Driver was good. Yeah, I saw I Baby
0: Driver after Andy had talked about it mm-hmm. and uh
4: yeah, it's it's interesting
0: um a lot of the approaches people are taking to those things. It reminds me dude, and uh, did you guys see the the Clive Owen movie Shoot 'em Up? Oh yeah. A long oh, time yeah. ago. No. That one is a hyper-violent action movie that is basically an homage to Looney Tunes cartoons. Wow. The the, the the violence, it's not quite, but almost like if you took the violence in a Looney Tunes cartoon and made it real with yeah. the consequences right. of being real, <laughs> and, and there's your movie.
3: So, Paul Giamatti is the bad guy. It's great.
0: Yes. Okay. Yes, he is.
3: Is he really that good, or we
2: all just suck? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. That's good moment. Good yeah. So
0: it's it's really it's really uh, really good approaches to uh, to those films. Nice. Second thing I want to talk about, and I wanted to mention this, Todd, because I thought you'd be intrigued. I'm reading a uh, fantasy book, uh, Kings of the Wild. Kings of the Wild. Yes, Wild is spelled with a Y.
2: Okay. But of course it is.
0: So, and I heard about this book. I went and bought it on Amazon because um, I was listening to the Grim Tidings podcast, which is a grim dark fantasy podcast. These Grim guys,
3: Tidings podcast.
0: Grim Tidings, and you can find it on Podbean. Which, as everyone knows, I hate Podbean, but, you know, that's where I have to listen to it.
3: What? In (laughs) fact, I
0: had to actually get the Podbean app. I I wonder who else uses Podbean I was going to say, are you going to edit this part out? (laughs) uh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) So, but anyway, um, this guy, uh, his name is Nicholas Eames, E-A-M-E-S. It's his first time book and his conceit was what if adventuring parties you know uh the the sword and sorcery epic fantasy heroes were treated like rock stars and he took that and just grabbed the whole rock and roll analogy and put it into a fantasy adventuring party structure so um you're they're called mercenary bands okay and the bands go touring in the in the, the the bad land where the heart wild which is where all the monsters are and where all the bad stuff is and they'll go touring through the hot heart, heart wild and then come back to the local cities having big parades and everything showing all of their great riches
4: i just all right mate we got to get a new band member we lost our a bass player back there, in the and the Hydra, and <laughs> so the, the main the main heroes are patterned
0: after a band. Yeah, so right. there's the leader, the charismatic leader, who's basically the front man, and is they're referred to as frontmen in the book. <laughs> That's awesome. And then the the point of view protagonist is essentially the bass player because he's like the underlying support yes. of the group that everyone yes. relies on. Indeed, you've got the <laughs> awesome hero. The magnificent warrior who is just unbeatable, and his weapon of choice, of course, is an axe, like a lead guitarist. Right. You got a thief with two knives, who's the <laughs> drummer type, and he makes little tiny D&D references throughout. One of the funniest is this particular band called Saga... <laughs> <laughs> never could keep its bards alive. Oh wow. Cuz every band has a bard to record and talk, you know, sing about their exploits. They always lost their bards. And they actually have a scene in the book where they're all sitting around the campfire. Yeah. What about that? Remember Katrina? How did she buy it? And they just go through the list of all their bards and how they died. And all of the deaths are so fucking stupid ridiculous. It's absolutely hilarious. Sounds terrific. It it it, it is. Um, and then he, t- then he starts touching on little things. Like, first of all, the, the, the plot is essentially the front man goes around picking up characters to get the band together, back together. I'm going to get the band back together. Are they wow. a mission Cause for God? Because they're all in their 40s, and they need to go rescue someone important.
2: They are on a mission from God.
0: Yeah, and it—oh, it, Jesus. It's, it, so you got that going on. And then um, there's this one scene where they end up fighting in a big arena, a huge arena, and it's so funny because the you know forty something Clay, he's the point of view guy, he's looking around and people are cheering as they get ready to let loose a monster and fight it, and he's like, "This is what it comes to. It used to be you just get a gig. They have bookers. Bookers get you <laughs> gigs. Right? You get a gig. You go touring." you get your you get your fame and fortune the hard way now it's these giant spectacles in these arenas where everybody <laughs> jams in where they're breeding okay. the monsters in breeding pens for us to fight you know like gladiators It's absolutely hilarious and it's it's a somewhat interesting world it's not a very it's not george r. r martin complicated okay but it is it is it is interesting the magical conceits are interesting it's very. It's a very, it's a fun book. What's the name of it again? He's going right on to Kings buy it on his Kindle right now.
2: Kings W-Y-L-D. of the Wild, W Y L D, as in stallions from yeah. Bill I mean, e-
3: even the the font Fox, on the cover awesome. of like it Slayer is oh yeah is yeah Slayer they, <laughs> they, they, <laughs> yeah, font. They totally they totally
0: adopt the whole the whole conceit. It's it's really magnificent it really is there's scenes you know you just bought it where 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 they're like they go into taverns and people recognize them no now i just bought (laughs) yeah they go into taverns people recognize them and you've got young upstarts who are like who are you guys i never heard of you you know it's 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 so funny this guy really he he took a, a funny little what could have been a one-shot line gag, mm-hmm. and he made it into the, and then his little pokes to D and D. Everyone talks about the fabled owl bear, mm. which everyone made think that doesn't exist. It's bullshit. And there's this one character in the whole thing who's like, "No, no, owl bears exist," and you know, because owl bear is is a D and D thing. Mm-hmm. But they talk about this uh, the this monster that no one has ever seen before. <laughs> he was apparently shooting for a straight out comedy. And uh, he he said in an interview, his editor and his agent convinced him that while he can make it, have, have humor in it, he's got something that can be a little more serious so to to sort of balance it out. And I think he did a pretty good job. It's a pretty good first novel. And nice. it's in- entertaining. It's fun. How about uh, how long is the novel? Uh, pfft, dude, I'm reading it on my phone, Kendall. So I'm on panel 6,120, <laughs> and I have no idea what the fuck that means. Um, uh, five hundred and forty-four pages. Okay, yeah, it was it was about it was about as the the timetable. It said it was about a six-hour read. Oh wow! So, and I'm almost done with it. So, mm. but um, yeah, it's it's a fun novel. I definitely recommend yep. Kings of the Wild Good. by Nicholas Eames.
2: Quite glowing reviews here. Yeah, uh, total. It, the total is four and a half out of five stars. But. Yeah. Uh,
0: a real good first effort. Several real, four wow. and
2: five star ratings on like the actual individual user reviews.
0: Yeah, and it's a fun. It's a fun, you know, sword and sword eh, kind of epic fantasy romp. It's it's not George R R, R. Martin, you know. <clears throat> so you it's, said, but it's no Tolkien, but still,
3: go for it, I say. All so, right.
0: but I thought you would enjoy. Uh, Todd, oh, I'm excited. The for whole this. idea of the rock and roll. I, I, are, yeah, last
3: night I started uh, another one of the books that you suggested, the Mike Cole series. Ah, I, yeah, I, I, uh, What's the first one called? Opera. <coughs> Control. Control Ops.
0: Yeah. Uh, Shadow Ops Control Point. That's it.
3: Shadow Ops Control Point.
0: Yeah. X Men crossed with Black Hawk down, sort of.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So about 10% through it, but yeah, that so sounds far it's really good. good. Yeah. Wow. Like
0: oh. Mike Cole, uh, that's a real good debut novel. Uh, it's a solid, solid writing, good type prose. I mean, they're really, to me, there isn't a whole lot of that novel where you're sitting here going, "This is the first thing this guy's ever written."
3: No, in fact, I didn't even realize it was the first book. Yeah, mm.
0: Cole is actually funny. He, uh, well, funny. He's interesting. He was a um, a PMC, private military contractor. Oh, he uh, and he freely says we were mercenaries. He um, he after nine eleven. He wanted to get involved in the fight, but he didn't want, he, ah, shoot, I forget exactly how he said it, but there was something about entering the regular military process. Oh, he wanted to be a a spy. He wanted to be in a, like a covert ops, and the the regular route to that, or special ops maybe, the regular route was too long, and he actually went the way of, uh, uh, I think it was CIA, and he went through training. I don't I'm, I think he went to the farm and he went through the whole training. Oh, wow. and then he was a private military contractor working in Iraq. Um, and he did a few tours. he got out, and then he said he went through this strange zone because he had his tats, you know, and mm. people would see him like on, he describes one time on the subway in New York, somebody sees his tats and, "Oh, you were in Iraq, where who would you serve with?" And he mentions, you know, and he would see the look on their faces. They realized he was basically a merc, you know, a contractor. And he was, that so got to him. And he's that, the type of guy where he so got to him, he went and joined the Coast Guard and then worked with the Coast Guard for uh, uh, several years. And now he actually works with uh, cyber terror units in New York City Police Department. Um, balancing that with his writing and he recently appeared on there was a tv show i forget the title of it it's a tv show where off the grid where people criminal types or people who are versed in kind of uh, electronic crime try to get off the grid for like a month for 30 days and be untraceable and then there's an assembled group of people whose job it is to track them down and find them. Oh, how interesting. I've never people, heard of this. Yeah, it was on CBS. And the, the, the people, uh, if you stay off the grid and they don't find you, you win a prize. And Mike Cole was the cyber guy. He was the one who would look for their fingerprints on the web and stuff like that to track them down. Huh. So he's a really interesting guy. He's a, a, a very funny Twitter Oh, His Twitter and with Facebook with him, him or... and Sam
3: Sykes together. Mm-hmm. Yes, is a, yes. I'm... Those comedy two are duo. such
0: clowns. Those two are real clowns. They are. It's it's like a sitcom on Twitter. Watching yeah. those two. Yeah. So so yeah, I definitely recommend. Mike Cole's a straight man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he he's written six books for the control uh, for the Shadow Ops universe because he's got the three the trilogy you're starting now. Mm-hmm. Then the next three, um, uh, Gemini Cell is the first one. That is the prequel. That's basically m- when magic reentered the world. Okay. And, and the story of the military getting involved with that. And now he's started his own epic fantasy universe. That book, that first book has come out. Oh, wow. Uh, I can't even remember the title, so I won't even try. But he's a solid writer. He's
3: good. That's Mike Cole with a Y.
0: <laughs> Mike with a Y, yeah. Yeah, Kirsten
3: likes titles and people with Ys in them. Yeah,
0: so, I, I I don't know M-Y. why, but um,
3: yeah, because we like
0: you. This, this whole conversation U-S-E. makes me want to read more.
4: <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: so yeah, Kings of the Wild by Nicholas Eames Oof. and Michael. Certainly, and, and speaking of, oh wait, wait, uh, wait, hold on, before is there groupies? Um, sort of. Okay, sort of. <laughs> I, I I've been looking for that because I'm so like so Matt's sort
2: of interested.
3: In
0: there that. will be <laughs> there will be characters showing up that I'm like, is 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 he going to be the roadie? I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. You know, because now you look for it. Sure, because now looking for you the start patterns. looking for it. Oh, yeah. So, but generally he gets very bold with his terms. Like the Booker is the Booker. That's you. Your mercenary band gets a Booker who will book your gigs. The front man, at one point, when he's like, we got to get the band together, he even says, yeah, after we broke up, I, I did some solo gigs for a while, <laughs> you know, I'd clear out a band of goblins in this village, and there were some centaurs that needed to be driven off the, somebody's land, and it, 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 it's it's just, it's funny. But then he gets to the harder thing. He really talks about what bonds a group of people together, and he talks, uh, he gets into that. I think that's their their more dramatic of the arc that they told him to stress, and he does a nice job with it.
2: Nice. Cool. So.
3: Well, well, speaking of books, um, it is that time to nominate books for November's book club choice. So you can go to the Geek Shock Book Club Facebook page and nominate there. Uh, we'll be putting up the poll here in a couple of days, so I might just nominate this book. Sounds like fun. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like fun. It is. It is. Especially since I just bought it yeah <laughs> yeah it's like a book i bought that i haven't read yet so and we're still discussing sleeping beauties again sleeping beauties is a huge novel the biggest one that we've tackled on the oh, yeah. book club so take your time with it and join us when you're finished there's no hurry in fact uh, we had somebody chime in for uh uh, uh warlock Holmes. Oh, they finished right. that down there so it was nice to see somebody chime in on that one and the book club's keeps growing we're up to like 93 members now mm.
0: that is hilarious that's that's
3: blows my mind someday we're gonna
0: be like Oprah we're gonna make <laughs> somebody's
3: career <laughs> mm.
5: yeah.
3: now not everybody's super active people come in people come out and that's the way this book club works so it's easy going but I want to hear what books you want to nominate so throw them up there cool Anything else you do gentlemen?
1: I've been playing the new Pokemon Go. They got uh, 125 new monsters and lots of uh, ghost things out there now.
3: Ghost things
1: yeah. is that special
3: for this month? This for Halloween. Yeah. Okay, so
2: it's not really new. It's just updated. No, there's
1: 125 new monsters and, and also there's uh, the ghost things going on. It's it's
3: one of those big updates. It's like yeah. Kindle just updated yeah. their phone app and now it's
2: awesome. But it's not like you ever stopped playing it, though. I never stopped playing it, but uh, there was a, there was I did like 250 <laughs>
1: before and now there's 375. Got to keep you're, it interesting. You're the man. only one keeping that app going <laughs>
3: <laughs> i appreciate them playing it for me then i appreciate them
1: doing that it's a lot of work and, I, it and so, I
3: it's hard to catch them all when they keep adding more yeah it,
0: right you, t- yeah that's that's where they get you yeah, so they get right. you. it was so fun you the f- can never the dragon at ka was a what the fuck do you call it, were, a were you gym it? or gym what
1: a gym or a pokestop oh. pokestop
0: yeah oh. and and it, it it's it's hilarious because Occasionally standing out there in between shows, you'd see people with their phones walking by and look at the dragon, and they'd be, you know, doing the. Mm-hmm. Yep. At,
3: at my workplace, we actually had a manager fired for playing it on um, during work. No oh, sh- funny. During shit. It, during wow. its like first opening month, the like they had to post up posters at my job saying, "If you're caught on your phone wandering around playing Pokemon Go, there will be no uh, shit."
2: But a manager go, wow. Yeah you never wow. see that I'm like employees, yeah, get fired left and right for that kind and of that stuff. When that
4: first but... came out, there's a park by Warm Springs and Valley Verde, I think, and mm-hmm. it's uh, it was one of the hot spots for. Sure, yeah, I remember walking around at 2 a.m. Yeah, there and there's like 30, 40 people, and you just look around. It's like I know it's Vegas and all, but I mean, this is just crazy.
1: Same as a park near my house, like uh, Charlie Frias Park was like that.
4: And oh. it's just it's, it's okay. So it was July of last year. And it's like there's kids, adults, and it's like it's three a.m. What are these kids doing? Oh, yeah. it, was, it was the summer;
1: they went didn't have to go to school. I know, but, but well,
0: I remember reading an article where there was a report about people hanging around a park at all hours of the night, and the police went to investigate, and they're like, they realized they were Pokemon players because one of the cops plays pokemon guy uh, yeah and so they're exchanging tips and <laughs> talking <laughs> about pokestops and gyms all around town and yep. stuff
3: i'll never forget the video posted from new york central park when there was a rare pokemon out there oh, wow. and the, just a herd of people yeah. moving into the park that is i've seen that hilarious. video too, in central park or something yeah. Wasn't yeah, yeah
1: i'll never forget that i found a park in the west side of town it's a, a third of a mile around there's like a sign that says you walk three times around it, you've walked a mile and, yeah. then, and in that loop, there's there's 10 Pokestops.
4: You just sit there and walk around in no, a circle. See? And... You haven't gone to Sunset Park? I've been to Sunset, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of Pokestops there. Yeah, there are. Right. But I mean, I remember watching the videos on YouTube and like the cops playing on the loudspeaker, the Pokemon uh, theme. Oh, that's funny. As they're going through, people playing Pokemon Go. And it's... Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. I'm kind of afraid sometimes to go over to Sunset Park and do it because a lot of them are on the lake. I'm afraid to catch a fishhook in the face. Are there people
4: fishing in that thing? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah,
0: there's fish in there. Oh, they okay. stocked it up. <laughs> there's fish in there.
2: Oh, yeah. I don't see as They'd many fishing, fishing now as in like, you know, 10 <laughs> years ago, but yeah, people still fish in there and mm-hmm. they stock it. So, yep. well, something
1: else to do, I guess. Yeah. Some of them are actually fishing for food, which, oh, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> that's yeah. true. That's
4: true. There's a lot of waterfowl birds on there. Like, yep. like you don't want to eat anything out of there. Yeah. They destroy lakes and whatever. But. Damn. Birds. and there's a there's a um, uh, Easter Island statue in
1: there too yes so. there <laughs> is
4: I really enjoy that being in there it's... I saw that at um Ren Fair I was like I looked over I'm like holy shit Easter Island statue. I, like, I think is it's it?
1: from a I I think it's from a tiki bar that used to be out here okay yeah I, th- I think they I think there were two of them and that one got moved there well, hell, when I was I out, like it there. No, when I was out at Santa careful. Monica
2: Pier, there were people fishing off there and I thought that was just something well, for TV. No, but I mean like I always thought that was for TV because, you know, the water there <laughs> is not exactly the cleanest.
3: It's the ocean.
2: But I mean it was just I was sitting there and I was like, "Oh, there were, I bet, mean, there were quite a few people fishing though. Sure. So I always thought that, like you said, when you see Santa Monica Pier, you usually see it in some TV show or movie, and right. they obviously stock it with extras to make it look like. But no, there were. I took pictures of people yeah. all over the thing
1: yeah. fishing. and yeah, I was like really they're probably, surprised.
4: They're probably like, hey, hey, Judy, why is this guy taking a photo of us? I don't know. Just Keep he's weird. Look at this guy. That's Hook actually, him in the face. <laughs> yeah. Santa Monica
1: Santa Monica Pier is actually where you can see the grunion's running. The grunions? Yeah, it's a, it's a fish that like they oh, okay. like, like massly mass and go up into the oh, shore. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I, I know this only because it sticks in my head because uh, the omelet house has the uh, Flatlander special, which is this ridiculous thing that costs like $69, and it's full of things you would never eat mixed together. What? But it's never available because it's only available when the grunions are running. Because they're like, grab that. It's like peanut butter and bacon and, and So far, you
3: have me. Okay, yeah. I lost, lost my grind. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Peanut
0: butter and bacon, though. I'm all there. Peanut yeah. butter, bacon, and unicorn. Right. <laughs> we
3: only have it when it's in season. The other, other white meat. <laughs> the running of the unicorn. Top of the mermaid. <laughs> on, on Twitter. Top! <laughs> on Twitter, I follow, of course, a lot of Top classic of arcade. Things on there, and somebody threw up one a uh, picture of Gorf. Like, remember Gorf? And yeah, like, absolutely. Yeah, of course, I remember Gorf. Gorf is probably the most formative arcade machine of my youth. If I'm going to equate myself with an arcade cabinet that I grew up with, it's Gorf. Oh yeah. So it made me wonder, gentlemen, what arcade game do you identify yourself with, at least in your youth? If you think of yourself playing an arcade game, what is it? easy
4: just, Mortal Kombat the original yeah yeah that one i remember um at school and we did field trips and it was at a ski resort cuz canada skiing <laughs> right not sure. hockey but skiing and we're all rich right yeah. so <laughs> <laughs> skiing. so we're in, down in the lodge and uh they put that in there and and i remember them installing it and the guys like oh yeah some fighting game i was like okay cool so i played it and i was like yep sub zero scorpion i remember all those just that one. That one vividly jumps out at me right now. Yeah, the Mortal Kombat, the original one, the one that I probably obsessively played the most because I played a
2: lot. Of course, that was, you know, that was kind of the thing when my my mother would go to the mall to go shopping, and I had to go along. Um, she would drop me at the the arcade, and she and my sisters would go do their shopping. So I'd have my little roll of quarters, and I would play. Well, I had to exchange them for tokens, obviously, because it was you know think it was bought by namco i forget what the original name of the arcade was but anyway uh so i played a lot of video games there but the, the one that i was probably the most obsessively playing was street fighter 2 champion edition aha i played that so much oh well, i i was playing when asteroids showed up in the arcades so i played a fair amount of
1: that you didn't but play the, pong before that the very first Pong video was game? E- even even in those days when it first came out it was kind of dull um, you know what when I you liked rock about between, between wars, each other brother, and the shadows
0: it. on the cave wall was mm. like the...
4: <laughs> you know what I liked about Asteroid? That machine, it was vividly bright. Yeah. Remember, like, the the yeah. lighting of it was yeah. amazing. Very intense. Yeah. I loved Especially it. Especially if you got
2: that right like the right setting where they had the black light shining on it, it really made the, the the artwork on the side of the machine pop. The the skating rink by my house... Every, <laughs> For people that don't know, there used to be a thing where you could go skating around in circles for hours. Still two here in <laughs> town, friends. There yeah, are. I know, right? It's crazy. They they're still have them here. But uh, they had an arcade section. And uh, when my school would buy out the arcade, the the, uh, the skating rink, I would spend a lot of time in the arcade section. And they had a black light shining on the Space Invaders cabinet mm-hmm. that really made those colors pop. Oh, nice. Yeah.
1: Uh, The 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 game
2: I really played a lot of
1: though really was Elevator Action, which is of course, (laughs) yeah. I don't know why I hardly ever see that one. It's the one they don't don't see very often when they go to the retro arcades. But I love that game.
3: Yeah, Elevator Action was great.
0: Yeah, Yeah. Tempest was mine. Oh, I loved Tempest.
3: Talk about colors in a vector machine. Yeah, and and yeah, the 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 I just
0: I love the the near abstraction of the graphics too. That was just one of the things that was so cool to me because it. Yeah, I remember reading that it originally it was supposed to be some kind of like monster creature thing, like you saw on the side of the cabinet. But they were like, "Oh shit, that's too fucking complicated." So <laughs> they they went with the with what they did, and that was a lot of fun. Yeah. I
4: have a close second one, Gauntlets.
1: Oh <laughs> yeah. yeah, that gauntlet. one was Wait, Gauntlet the uh,
4: Valkyries about that's to die. Right. Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Four. I have never seen such bravery. They
1: have that at the uh, Pinball Hall of Fame. Oh, I've yeah, seen it. That yeah. nice. well, was
4: one of the very first ones where it was like you could have four.
3: People. Now, they have Gauntlet Legacy. They don't have the actual Gauntlet. Oh, you're right. I think you're right. They yeah. have the, the le- decades later sequel. Yeah. Uh, so I have the Flatlander special here. Okay, oh. we're well, coming back oh, to video me. games, but go ahead, uh, interrupt with your Flatlander special. special. Raw people. liver,
1: parsnips, peanut butter, organically grown black jelly beans, sautéed grunion lips, too. Gardenia petals and topped with mint ice cream, subject to when the grunions are running.
3: Now, what exactly is this
1: though? Is it it's, just it's, a mush in a bowl? In the it's mixed into it's it's a protein it's, shake. It's
0: fake. It's fake. It's it's a it's a joke.
1: In, uh, the, uh, in the omelet house menu, there's like hundred and twenty items, and mixed into there as a number is this one, which is Okay. I've never been to the
3: omelet house or whatever. What? Pretty good. It's pretty good. Go to the omelette house. You know what I haven't gone? There's the word omelet in it.
1: <laughs> I don't, he doesn't like omelets. eggs. Go go have the French toast.
0: Yeah, yeah, they have more than omelets. they I toast. like it because they they bake their omelets. Wow, <laughs> and, and, I did not know and that. It, it, this, is nice this, and this is this is like a souffle. Yes, it's very well. incredibly light and fluffy. I no, mean, I
3: it's I just
1: I can't wait not to eat that. Yeah. Omelet house is a place where I've got visitors in town and they want to go have breakfast, I take them there like on the, one of the last days of here when they're exhausted with Vegas. Oh, wait, that's in here? That's here? Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. I, I, we were talking about Santa Monica <laughs> no. when you brought it up. That's I thought why, it was in California. That's why I Andy. know...
1: Andy, remember you're talking to Andy. That's a good point. That's why I know when the, the, the the Grunion thing is because <laughs> oh, I remember it from the menu and it stuck with me from there. Torgo, Torgo, listen, it's Andy. All right, you're visiting <laughs> in Vegas. <laughs> Off to Santa Monica. Let's
0: go. I want to take you to a place wait, that's around the corner. there's Aaron Santa Monica. I got this great air
2: story about England. <laughs> Andy's brain is not a normal flow chart. His like it's that one that has the thing in the center and has the chaotic lines going to all these multiple. That's why creative.
3: So the omelet house here in Las Vegas has yeah. that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. All right.
3: On Charleston. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah.
3: of ne- the
4: hospitals. Rough neighborhood. <laughs> Slight, it's like three slightly. Three doors down from
0: Frankie's sticky room. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you go get loaded on Tikis and then <laughs> you just move down well, to the that's omelet That's where you house. go after
1: you've drunk all night at Frankie's Seek. Right? Right. You wander over to the omelet house for breakfast. And there's sure. more
0: than omelets. Yeah, there's this Grunion thing. Yeah.
5: Waffles.
1: Like this French toast with uh, French cream toast. cheese.
3: Pancakes. Uh, okay, pancakes,
2: sure. Right, let's go back to the arcade. Game. Right. <laughs> <'cause> I'm tired <laughs> of talking about omelets and Grunion. Are you getting hungry? No. <laughs> it's just weird. <laughs> omelets and fish. Okay. Uh, so
3: go. Um, let's, let's walk it back to Gauntlet. Okay. Yes. The four-player arcade cabinet. The the first time I was like, this is Dungeons and Dragons translated into video game.
4: Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah.
3: Oh, little nerd, me was in love.
4: Yeah. And it was one of the few ones where you could have
3: four people. Yes. It's like and it talked to
4: you and it was a quarter sucker, Because your and, health
3: and, went down no matter what you did. Right. You yeah.
4: Keep feeding
1: quarters into it and keeps it living. Yeah.
0: Gotta destroy those monster generators mm-hmm. to move on to the next and
3: all right. Eat let, food. Lay it out there who's your favorite character, who do you like to play in Gauntlet? Who's your character? Valkyrie.
0: Yeah. Generally Valkyrie or uh what was he? Was he Barbarian? I uh, think it was
1: Barbarian.
2: I, yeah. The That's guy the with the axe yeah. 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 who just The
1: brick. Yeah. The but tank. um
0: Valkyrie was cool because she She was actually, balanced. She yeah,
3: yeah. Right.
1: Yeah. And she had a ranged weapon.
3: They yeah, are, that was they, nice. all, they all had ranged weapons. Yeah, but their ranged weapon worked. Yeah, the ranged weapons were weak. <clears> oh. <throat> no. I don't know. The barbarians was really strong. Wizards, was but really it was slow. Well, yeah. But
4: his reload was like
3: yeah, okay. Psh- he was, and he sh- yeah, he was I like low. you know
4: what I like the wizard too. Wizard, wizard is was, the ranged guy. Yeah. If you
0: only want to do ranged, yeah. then wizards him the way to go because he yeah. But you can't because they overwhelm you sometimes.
3: Yeah, yeah, come yeah, all yeah, very me. little defense in that one. Yeah. Although yeah. you can run around. No one's picking the
2: elf. Oh. warriors. Well, that, it was a warrior. It was, was it, warrior. But, yeah. Okay. And yeah, No one's warrior. Big. Elf.
3: No one likes the speedy little arrow elf.
2: Valkyrie, elf. I already said elf. Well, there was w- nowhere to run to. Yeah, he <laughs> was. Uh, he was almost
3: too warrior fast. You, you can lose control food. of the elf. Yeah, that's true. Right well, that, right. that's when like
0: you gotta watch it. You when can't run because elf you,
3: your character food. is
0: in the corner of the screen, <laughs> and the other guy's trying to move, but the oh yeah the the, uh, the proximity of the characters can only go so much and you can't move and you're just like, ah, come on! Hey, you got your friend that's a dick that, that yeah. traps you up there. Oh, I want to stay here. I'm just, oh, I'm killing stuff. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. I thought it was a dangerous quarter sucker was Dragon's Lair. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, that fucker was, I,
2: I mean, for me, it was real tough to figure out. I never could get that thing to, I mean, I thought I was moving the joystick in the direction yep, of the blink it and, and, it and it was, it, you know, it would still... Kill the, Dirk but,
3: but, I, but That's just it The blink wasn't always the right thing Sometimes it would blink It would be the wrong thing to do Yeah Or there'd be two things That blinked at once
2: Right
1: Yeah Somebody I knew Had a uh, a, a video Yeah Of the entire thing Right Oh we and, have it on DVD And oh, you can you? Actually, It's actually playable Right when, But when you get to the kill When you got to the This thing It just ran through the whole story mm-hmm. And when you got to a kill point It would show every possible kill And then continue the story
3: I can see that. Yeah. At the time, I actually bought one of those guidebooks. Mm. It's one of the few guidebooks for I've Dragon's ever bought Lair? for video games. A little, little paperback book, How to Defeat Dragon's, Dragon's Lair. Lair. <laughs> so, and some of the rooms were so complex that I'm like, like the earthquake room, that's the one with the big pond yeah. in the center. Okay. That one is a long, complex room. Mm. And that one, I'm like, I can't remember this many moves at, in a row. Right. Yeah. You know what? It,
4: was it video games were harder back in the day or just the controls sucked? I think it's a bit of two, like well, bit yeah, from column A, VIP from column B. Because I
0: think, I think it, what I do think, well, I don't know because I lot remember of people video can games. play them who say that they're easy, but I always really thought that hard. the the whole point of making them a little difficult was to suck the quarters. Sure. And when you got the console gaming or PC gaming, you don't need that.
2: Well, I did find there, there's a psychology of video games where they study that if they're too easy, people don't want to play them. If they're too hard. People don't want to play them. Oh, but well, if that you make makes, them just challenging,
3: that makes no sense because Defender and Hyperspace exist. But I mean, it's like <laughs> if if it's just challenging
2: enough that keeps you going back. Like I know I was I was like so close. I was right there.
3: Yeah, it's, uh, Defender Teenage- is
0: is the first arcade video game guidebook I bought. Ah, did not help. Mm-mm. That's, original, that's when you
4: either
3: had the skill or
0: you
4: didn't. Mm-hmm. The original Teenage Mutant Ninja Trolls on the NES. I was just gonna say that. T- Holy fuck! The
2: arcade TMNT yes. where you could do four people. It's the same game, but yeah, I played Not that the same for, game.
4: Well, no, sure. no. There's two. There's um the one you're talking about with um, is it two pe two people? I think, um, it's a side scroller. Oh, the, the that
2: TMNT. Yeah, that for the for the Nintendo. One. Yeah,
4: that's that was the one that came later. The original one prior to that. Ah. Was fucking difficult. I I almost oh, me as a little kid, I almost broke that thing so many times. Oh, I just remember the rage.
2: Two that like really stick out in my brain. Um, the original Star Wars arcade, the vector graphics one, which is probably the only thing I'm ever jealous that Barry has that I don't have. Yeah, jealous he of that, has that. No, absolutely oh, not. Okay. <laughs> uh, but he's got he's got an original. Um, cabinet arcade version of the star wars and it's it's in pristine condition yeah um the but other he, he, one he is,
3: bought it off the drummer from uh oh what's that band that he hates
2: oh yeah the, the guy that owns torpedo comics i think he used is. to own
3: torpedo comics before that quiet riot now no no there was uh ah oh, shoot some, some more remember.
2: modern band
3: mm. yeah their, their their first hit was sugar
2: sugar 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 that's not no, the, that <laughs> <either. laughs> the Archie. <laughs> wow. Yes, that's right.
1: <laughs> that
0: guy, he hated him.
2: Well, he, he bought that from <laughs> the Actually auction. From the, the they were auctioning off all the yeah. assets from the first version of that comic book store. Mm. Uh, and the other one is Afterburner. I played that sucker oh, for yeah. hours. It was like the very first moving arcade game that I was like, because we had it at the oh, grocery right, store right, by my right, house. Right, yeah. So. That was well, another you had thing. Had
3: the moving version at the grocery store? Yeah, it was wow. crazy. I can only find I, that at arcades. Yeah. I
2: remember. Go, I, I remember. It was Dylan's is the name of the is the name of the grocery store in in Wichita, Kansas. And my mom went shopping in there, and I walked by, and I was like, "What is this?" That was the first place <laughs> I had ever seen it, and. I'm like, "Mom, can I have a dollar?" She's like, "Sure." So she goes off shopping and I'm, you know, and it had a freaking seatbelt. Yeah. What game belts, wow. that that seatbelts? Tr- I day?
0: remember one time we passed that <laughs> uh some friends of mine from Chicago were visiting. Uh-huh. And uh what the well, I was some arcade on the strip. I don't know, one of the one of the places i think
3: the, i know what you're talking about casinos. was the luxor i think All the the casinos at our kids at one point. The, the luxor luxor had the big had the big one and it, they cause, had cause after, if it went upside down it was the luxor
0: i think i think they were um, they did some kind of contest or something about you know how long can you last on afterburner or something and their kids going in and that sounds whoop, like luxor whoop, whoop, whoop. and it was real quick and then my buddy bruce got in there and he fucking stayed on that thing for like 5 minutes and that son of a bitch and thing is 360. It yeah. goes every which way, and he's like flipping over, turning
2: say, around. The one spang. that I did didn't do that. It you know it would yeah. tilt uh, left it, and right and up and forward and back. Would it be
0: maybe afterburner two? It or might have. It, like? it might, be. it might been. Oh, it have been. been I'm pretty it was, sure it was, was a, afterburner.
3: It was a very specialty cab cabinet, and the only one I knew was at Luxor. So I know which one you're talking uh, about. Yeah, yes, about. and that because that one you
0: did everything. You could go completely in any direction. I just the game
1: I played the death out of. Joseph. What the fuck was it? Keep going. Keep going. Okay. I was
2: going to say something that, that Todd taught me the very first time I moved, the very first time I came out here to Vegas with him oh. and his family was that Vegas got video games that nobody else in the country got, mm-hmm. and they got them way before. So I remember uh, he uh, his parents took us to Circus Circus, and we went upstairs to the, the arcade area, and there were games that, in some cases, I've never seen since. Sure. And we played for couple hours. That was on
3: that just, was the only arcade that I ever saw. Oh god damn it, what's the name of it? Cloak and Dagger. Oh, wow. yeah, the and Dagger the, video, the game. video game that they played in the movie Cloak and Dagger, they oh, had the wow. arcade version of yep. that there. It's yeah, never saw it again. Wow. But Glad yeah, so
2: so it would not surprise me that they had a special version of Afterburner okay. because like you know, like like he shot me. You know, there I were there were, now. there were games that yeah. I would never, ever see again. And some of them were just downright fun. You're just like, why did this never make it to the rest of the country? Prop Cycle. That was a game I
3: loved playing. Prop Cycle. Sounds familiar. That's it, the, the flying motorcycle one? It's a flying bicycle, basically. Okay. you have to pedal have to, to pedal. keep them going, moving. Yeah. yeah.
1: They have it over at the uh, oh. um, Pinball Hall of Fame, but the tension's wrong on it. Oh. So it's you can't... Is it too can, loose? You can't get Yeah, it's too loose. You can't get enough speed up. But I, I could get... Oh, yeah. I could get through any of the levels, because you could choose any of the levels, but I could only get through, like, one or two. But you, you,
3: could, you could, you could, I could play, yeah. All right, since we're choosing multiples beyond <laughs> Gorf, <laughs> there's the one other machine cabinet that I absolutely attached my childhood to, and that is Tron. Oh, yeah. Mm. Oh, the, yeah. The yeah, yeah. choosing of four mini-games <laughs> of Tron. <laughs> <laughs> and the best soundtrack, in my opinion, aside from maybe Spy Hunter.
1: Because it's by Wendy Carlos. Okay, yeah. Wendy we Carlos to the that. soundtrack for Tron, right? Walter Carlos to the soundtrack for uh or Orange, no. And their relation? Uh, I'm gonna say pet. Same person. Oh well, oh.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that I didn't know. Snip snip. I like it. But yeah, I, I love the Tron score and that they translated it so well to the mm. video game is wonderful. Any other arcade things you want to throw out, guys? I want
1: you to do the Gorfian. What the, the what did the Gorf sound? It said, it said something. I am the Gorfian Empire. That's it. Mm-hmm.
2: Dot, 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 dot.
1: Yes, it said dot, <laughs> dot,
3: dot, dot, dot. It did say that. I think it was trying to laugh, but that's what it sounded like. Oh.
2: That was okay. Not to be confused with Dorf, who was the, uh, know, the, Tim, the Tim, Conway Tim Conway creation. Yeah. Yes.
1: that took me way too long to catch that joke
3: yeah what which the dwarf oh i I guess i never got it all right Mm -hmm. i didn't really if okay that's a joke it just wasn't funny (laughs) no Yeah. yeah
2: i mean you know i realized he was trying and tim conway is you know
3: you know it, it was a cute gimmick that would work for like a Saturday Night Live thing, but man, they milked that really yeah. hard. Well, you know, yeah, they kept did.
2: putting out like like they kept putting out video cassettes that were like mm. hour uh, long of the same bit. Like uh, I remember Dorf on Golf. I think my yep, dad bought that uh, one. Yep. Well, that, yep. that's the problem and, is it's golf, and, and it is, was
3: and he's got to do those stretches every single yeah. video, no matter what. You and got.
2: then you know he's playing golf, and he's you know he loses control of the you know the clubs, and they go flying, or you know this is like every cliched golf joke. I'll bet you can watch it on there. YouTube. Golf destroys humor. <laughs> you can you,
1: you can actually watch when cartoonists discover golf. Oh, you haven't car, seen me comic, play. The comics stop being funny. <laughs> <laughs> you can see. You can uh, go through the uh, you can go through Peanuts and you can like like track down to the actual day he started golf by when his stuff stopped being funny. Oh,
0: the cartoonist would play golf. Yes. and that would
1: destroy his work. Yes,
0: ah. that's sort of like Scott. Oh, Charles uh, Schultz? The d- directors yes. who were ruined by having kids. Yes. Oh yeah.
2: Yeah. I, like, I will say that what In, like, Family Circus, which is just dumb. Punchlines become shit like, oh, I should have given a notebook on this one. Fuck you.
3: <laughs> wow. Who Andy did Rage. Who <laughs> did this? <laughs> not me.
2: And then the <laughs> stupid not me. God. Anyway.
3: They, they learned the wrong thing when they released Dorf on Golf. It made a lot of money. It, Dorf it on made Golf sold like ridiculous amount of money. What it led to was this huge slew of comedy golf tapes from yes. a whole bunch of different people right. that were terrible. I know because my father bought them. Well, your
1: dad. Wow. Your dad was obsessed with golf. Yes, so. he was. I think your dad still has that. I want to see a picture of that collection. I, I,
3: I can know right. I know right now that he, he, he that is gone because uh. I went looking for it. Because there was one golf tape that was so bad, and I watched it all the time as a kid. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> God. You're like the preacher who watches uh, porn a
0: hundred times yeah. to make sure it's sinful. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Drink this milk. It's awful.
3: I, I wish I could remember the name oh, of it. I can't man. remember what the name of the, the comedian even was. Yeah. Because
1: Conway is funny as hell. Sure. Yeah. Most of the time, but wow. I mean, uh, his, his bit in aristocrats still managed to steal the show after all the shit you've seen.
2: Well, him and Harvey Korman together just oh, would kill me.
3: No, sure, and his his improv on the Carol Burnett show about the circus and the elephants, the elephant yeah, and joke, monkey, yes, oh. classic. That is the best outtake. Yep, of it's not any an outtake. That's it, it, the way it ran yeah, on the it's air. It's how it ran, but it's it's mm-hmm. kind of, it's making everybody crack up. So it's kind of an outtake. But my favorite of all yeah.
1: time. I mean, nobody can keep their face straight, even, even the guy doing it, Conway. Conway is trying to keep his <laughs> <Right>. face straight.
3: <laughs> Gentlemen, how about some email? I was going to okay. say, oh, we're going to start our, the our show recording? <laughs> shit. We, we, at the time. we got Holy shit. way off the normal format there. <laughs> <laughs> Greetings to all you fantastical flying fucks of Funko fandom.
4: Yeah. I That's recent... just two of them. No. Nope. No. Matt has, uh, are Matt you, has, has Matt denied it. Matt
0: has seated.
1: Now? Matt has seated the uh, title. He
0: hasn't just seated the title. He's he's acting like he's just withdrawn. <laughs> yeah, he's like like
3: he's too cool for Funko now.
1: Yeah, he's
2: just like, the X
4: Men line. That's it.
2: it was, was it the, the the search for the Juggernaut that just completely soured you on the whole collecting? Oh, yes. he <laughs> broke it. Broke you. It,
4: it it was it was fucking Walgreens. Fuck that place. Soured him on Funko me. and Walgreens. The, 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 I will the go not to CVS now on to get my prescription. <laughs> and then
0: six months later, it appearing everywhere
4: on Walgreens shelves. Just that too. was salt in the wound. Mm. They just found a, a, a pallet somewhere. And they're like, oh, we forgot to sell these. Oh, oh shit. Oh, God. Like. <laughs> jeez.
3: I recently ran the numbers and started paying attention to my monthly financial expenditure feeding my comic collection addiction. That's never Uh good. (laughs) Uh-oh. After doing some Chinese rocket algebra on the back of a damp cocktail napkin and remembering to carry the one, I came to the conclusion that I probably need to scale back a tiny bit. Mm -hmm. Taking an honest look at what I'd been reading, I picked up a few titles that were mostly okay, but don't exactly get me worked up to a frothy lather like Maple Leaf Matt slapboxing the one-eyed champ using a bar of soap for lube. <laughs> wow. Wow.
0: <laughs> wow. I didn't even know
3: that about you, Matt. <laughs> and decided to quit them cold turkey. Holy shit. Or as Commander K calls it, Thanksgiving. <laughs> Being that I have a minimalist attitude toward having things taking up space that I'm not currently engaged with, I decided to take my on-hand books from those titles to the local establishment that deals in such things and liquidate them.
4: They're like, I'll give you two cents each. Got, they're going to sit on my shelf. i got to make a profit. Right. Uh, you know, Let me call a buddy of mine. Uh, blah, 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 blah. <laughs>
3: so my better seven-eighths and I hopped over in our Chevy GoMobile and motored down to the place with my 125 or so books. At this point, let me be transparent. There were not Super duper crazy go nuts popular titles. This was stuff like the new run of Fathom and Soulfire and some haphazard BPRD and Hellboy stuff with a few random Cave Women and or Belladonna issues sprinkled in for garnish. Most everything has been bought in the last two years for at least the cover price of four dollars. But since I'm a completionist and do all the variants and whatnot, oh
0: yeah, right, that'll break you. Oh.
3: Some of the harder to find issues I had paid fifteen or twenty bucks for. Dude, oh. don't, don't you. you
0: you don't need to go cold turkey.
3: And everything was at least in 9.5 state of affairs. One specific issue was limited to a run of 350, and I had the certificate of authentic- authenticity with it. I wasn't expecting a windfall or to fund a trip to Al Capoco over the holidays with this liquidation. <laughs> I have got to stop
1: that. The reason we're groaning is because Kay and I both work shops and we know where this is going. Yeah.
3: <clears throat> I figured a fourth or a fifth of what I calculated to be the investment of $600-ish would Yikes. be in the ballpark I'd be in. I couldn't have been more wrong if I was fact-checked with a glass of red wine walking on a white rug. (laughs) I'll cop to (laughs)
2: that.
4: I like this guy. Which reminds me, <laughs>
2: everybody needs to see the stupid Clorox bleach, splashless bleach commercial because this is totally Andy. Oh, it's wow. Like, it's like it's like for klutzes, we have not splashless bleach, but like all the setups they do. Like there's a lady walking into the, a room with a tray of red wine and she's wearing white pants and she slips and spills the wine all over her. And then there's various other klutzey moves that are totally Andy. But anyway, sorry. Continue with the even.
3: The offer I got was $13 or $20 store credit. Yep. Oh, store credit. Yeah. I counter-offered to put my shit back in the box, and I'd bring it back home. (laughs) This, of course, is fine. I don't have a problem with it. I didn't collect for profit or investments. I'm not a speculator. I just like the medium and collecting for personal enjoyment. I've Mm -hmm. lost no sleep over it, as I never expected to sell any of this stuff. And this is a one-time fluke of circumstance to maybe get some space back in the box. But if any of my fellow electric simians are thinking about getting into collecting for actual investment reasons, no. let this serve as a cautionary yeah. tale. There is little to no buyback market for modern comics. Two in the pink, one in the stink. <laughs> the Alice. Yeah, that, yep.
0: the, the crash in 93 really killed the collector's market.
1: Because it was all artificial. But yeah, say the, the collector's market the, was completely artificial.
0: The reason the old stuff is collectible is because it's rare. Stan Lee once made a, a comment about, guys, there was this thing called World War II, and they had recycling things and stuff like that, and the whole attitude for comics was they're, they're disposable. So you would have millions of an issue of Superman go out, action comics go out, but millions of them ended up in dumpsters and in trash heaps. And then in the late fifties, you had a bunch of them burned. Right. And then then the fifties you had the crash period because of the whole Wortham panic. So the 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 reason that stuff is collectible is because it is actually rare. The the but yeah, it's a totally artificial market. A lot most places will actually put up signs saying we don't buy post-1993. Mm-hmm. Ralph, uh, the best comic retailer in the fucking nation, actually won't buy anything uh, post-1980, I think. I think that's right. Yeah. I, I think guess, he's so. 70s think or, going, yeah. or, young, or older. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, it's... And that's there, not him
1: being a dick. That's He, he no. could only offer you a penny a book, maybe. Yeah,
0: yeah. He, he said, it's, just not, it's not worth it for me to buy them, and mm-hmm. it's not worth it for you to sell them. Mm-hmm.
2: So... Yeah. Did, you ever, did you ever look into that Star Wars comic? I movie? haven't. I've, I've got a oh, stack
1: okay. of stuff I have to go through on eBay and stuff, but we'll, we'll we, were, see.
2: we were going through some of uh, uh, Andy's comics and came across a Star Wars one that was uh, apparently not super rare, but maybe. relatively rare, maybe. We'll see. I've, and, I've and those, it's funny, it too, because
0: like old x Men's and stuff, Wolverines, those come and go with the movies. Right. Uh, I'll I, At Action, I let, they have a big wall of nice old stuff with the prices right there, $275, $40. And I love w- looking at that wall and seeing how over time everything changes. Right. Because they totally, and Action isn't arbitrary. They're not just throwing shit out there. They go off of what? speculation is on the internet and what various people what various uh uh companies and groups institutions are make are calling for value so you know they're staying on top of it and it's interesting to watch the up and down of prices yeah
1: back when i was in a comic shop i i did sell off i had second prints of the uh first couple issues of turtles and I sold that when the cartoon was out, and yeah, that was yeah, that there was worth you go. it. That that's and when same you. Same thing. It. I sold. I had a run of early Punisher stuff. I, I, I don't know. As we've said before, I don't care for the Punisher character, so I was happy to sell that when the Dolph Lundgren movie was about to come out, and you know, that's <laughs> <Unless> he <laughs> so did that. <laughs> <laughs> he could
0: find maybe a bit of money on eBay, not selling to a retailer, but but trying it privately. But even then. Reclaiming, reclaiming what you put into it. That's not going to happen. Yeah, it's that's a rough one. So that's why you, re- you buy them to read them. You you mentioned comiXology, mm-hmm. Todd. Uh, Matt Colville, he did uh, a generic video thing l- recently, and he talked about comicsology because he mentioned. And I don't know if you mentioned this or not, because he was. About you know, watch you you look at your comics on your tablet, Mm -hmm. and he's illustrating how you flip the pages. It's real cool. He likes the color saturation, the way they appear. They look great. The bright colors. And then he talked about panel view. Yes, and it's like you can you can actually go to panel view where instead of a comics page, it's panel by by panel. panel. And he talks about he talks about this one thing where it's this like this uh, one X Men issue where the panel is Cyclops standing there saying something, his uh, beam is going out. And then when you do the swipe, it's a zoom out Mm -hmm. on the full panel, which a lot more is going on. And he talks about how they do a lot of little artistic things with the panels themselves. This was something I wanted to mention to you,
1: Andy, because I thought you might find this a little interesting. Yeah, I mean... (sighs) The problem with the panel panel for me is that sometimes the entire composition of the page is interesting. Um, I in uh, my beer and roaming in Las Vegas comic, I had five pages that had one continuous background, but it was re- relatively subtle. But yeah, it was, it was a, a casino. People sure, people walking through a casino, and if you if you pulled back and looked at it, you'd realize it's all the same background moving across for five pages. But the characters are moving through the casino in such a way that it.
0: The thing I wanted to, 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 cause it got me thinking, what if you were actually, what if your composition and design, your layout was based on panel view?
1: Well, Scott McCloud talks about this in, um, da, 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 not understanding comics, uh, reinventing comics. Um, and he talks about people aren't doing comics for the internet yet. Back then that was 20 years ago. Yeah. What came yeah. Out. It's amazing um, how old that fucking, yeah, I know. Is. Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, people are, are just reproducing what they would do on paper, and putting it on on the internet, scanning it basically. And he had all these ideas for, you know, you'd click through on you'd click through to uh, an image on it and go to the next panel through it, you know, you sort of walk through a window kind yeah, of. Yeah,
0: you're right. They are still talking about, yeah. um, paper because that reminds me of the remember the augmented mm-hmm. reality. There were yeah. some comics. Oh, you, you yeah. had that app. You hold your. Yeah, those comics I have character of those, yeah. pops yeah. out and gives you information about it yeah. and shit. But look listening, I didn't I haven't done it, but listening at this panel view thing, I was just like that could be an interesting approach for the next step of comics design. I,
1: I think it's on I think it might still be on Scott McCloud's website. He had an example of the kind of thing you can do in the internet that you can't do on paper and it was a character it was Zot, I think, falling Okay. And it was a panel that was, you know, uh, for, we'll say four inches wide and like eight feet, long, eight feet tall. Oh. And you started at the top and just started scrolling up and down and down and down and watching the character fall and interact with stuff as he fell.
3: Oh, fun. Yeah. 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 That would actually be a very cool idea. Yeah. One thing I love about Comixology, because I do subscribe to it and its panel view, is when I'm reading a comic, I do. Like you said, there's there's an art to just the overall page, mm-hmm. but in doing so, my eye takes in you know both pages when I'm reading a physical book, and sometimes I will glance down at that final panel and spoil myself for something that's mm-hmm. leading up to this panel. When I'm doing a panel view, I can't do that. Right, right. It's only panel by panel, and it's and again, if it's a one large full page thing, yes, it will concentrate on very specific things, pull back, and then go back up close to someone else's talking and, and show and kind of say the show you the important parts of that larger panel, but still show you the large panel.
0: And I think aren't artists, don't they take that kind of layout into consideration? Cause I'm pretty sure I've heard some artists complain that the way they're doing their panel to panel page to page occasionally would get screwed up because they would do their adverts or the way the pages would fall would screw up what they were shooting
1: for oh yeah their, yeah it their layout happened in design. the 70s and 80s yeah for sure oh yeah yeah um there's a uh there's a issue of cerebus uh mind games um, okay and if you, if you cut the whole book apart it laid out into one giant image Is it what yeah yeah yeah
3: if you cut the book apart, if you
1: took all the separate pages yeah and, and then, like, you get like a puzzle? More, more or, more importantly, the first photocopyment says you don't ruin your book. Yeah. You, you well, could, that and also you had back to back. Right, right. You'd have to cut up two books to make it yeah, work. Yeah, exactly. Right. Wow. <laughs> but yeah, it was one giant mosaic picture image. Oh, wow. Yeah. And that's a thick book. Oh no no! These were the back when they were just single issues. Oh okay. Back back when they were just the comic itself. Was not, yes, I thought it was like one of those
0: compilations. No no, like no, no. Just, not the trade paperback mind but, games. Those are bibles. Yeah, those are bibles. <laughs> yeah, bible uh, the bible, the telephone books, as he actually referred to them, which was uh, which was always
1: fun. Yeah. God, <laughs> at some point I'm gonna have to sit down and read those last couple phone books. I've
0: never been able to do it. I know. <laughs> I,
1: I, it's gonna be it's I, gonna be a fucking task. I bought individual issues. Uh,
0: I, I don't know I think I I think I ran out of gas at around 270 it was just a you couple, lasted longer than a lot of folks it, it, it was just a couple years before it finally ended but I'm like I just can't fucking do this he's yeah. he's really gotten preachy interesting
1: sure yeah like when I was working at a uh, character gig recently and the planner said I don't I usually leave but you know before it starts but I'm gonna stay because the bride is fun yeah <laughs> 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 <Whoa>. <laughs> okay. and then, and so that she goes that's code isn't and she goes oh yeah
0: <clears throat> oh man but the yeah sims line work and and the, and gerhard's backgrounds and yeah because i mean mind gates is one of the best illustrations of that but he did a lot of he did a lot of little playing around things it was like just remarkable stuff mm-hmm. the technical the technique and the technical aspects of his work is yeah, the, Just the, fucking the 150 amazing.
1: 150 issues of that book are Oh, terrific. yeah.
0: Church and State and High Society. Yep. Hmm. Magnificent. Uh, 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 as far as I'm concerned, despite where he went, uh, those are must-reads. Mm-hmm. Cerberus the aardvark. Yep.
1: Cerebus. Cerberus. Cerberus. Yes. Yeah. Cerberus. Not Cerberus. 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 Because it is Cerebus. a typo of Cerberus.
0: Cerberus. 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 Yeah. Okay.
1: He actually was. He started a was a fanzine, I think, and he called it. He wanted to call it Cerberus, and he made this beautiful logo and misspelled it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's, that's a glorious story.
4: They just say, "Ah, oh, fuck it, leave it." <laughs>
3: it's like me making show notes. Yeah. All right, let's do. Uh, let's <laughs> say email. Well, this email. From- what would you bring this paper around for? We're just gonna talk.
1: <laughs> no, no. The, the, the
3: paper's just a jumping off point, gentlemen. You take it wherever you want to oh, go. You,
2: yeah, well, for Andy, it's a, it's well, a, yeah, he's gonna it's a launch pad. Yeah, he's going to take it to Santa Monica again yeah. for an he's, omelet. He says this yeah, on yeah, the yeah. podcast, but as soon as we stop recording, he'll be we like, I did all that fucking research all fucking day, and we didn't get to one page of
3: news. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 don't worry. This will just collect until we have to do another <laughs> pop-up of Doom again. Okay, there you go. <laughs> uh, this one's from Pat Spurl. A few weeks back, a sandwich was brought and talked about called the Fat Andy. Yes. I'm curious what your sandwich would be. Could be the Todd sandwich or the Torgo sandwich and so on. Uh, we know Matt will ham or Canadian bacon on his and so on. Thank you. But curious. <laughs> and gherkins. If you had the chance to have a sandwich named after you, what would it be?
0: That's, a, that's actually an interesting huh. question,
1: Uh Mine would be a variation of the uh, the pilgrim, which you can get over at the uh, um, uh, the Cornish Pasty Company, which is basically a turkey sandwich. Turkey is that where you guys all got sick? No, that's where no, Todd that's got. Where sick. I got sick oh. for no good reason. There's nothing wrong with the food. Cast <laughs> iron stomach,
4: Andy. Nobody else I know has ever f- gotten sick. The there. food died, <laughs> and I'd never him. gotten
3: so sick from food in my life.
4: No. <laughs> so you don't want to go back there.
3: I wouldn't mind. I have a feeling I know what it was, so I wouldn't get it.
1: Okay. Uh.
4: Okay. But it's basically... Don't
3: get the uh, soup is what I'm uh, saying. It's, Don't it's get the like, soup. It's like
1: a turkey <laughs> dinner all stuffed inside the posse. Okay. So it'll be, you know, but in my case it would be that with cranberry spilled on it.
4: Wait, you just... <laughs> oh my God, yeah, you just you took have the turkey to bobby and you just put, you put like, oh, turkey bobby. Or, scrape or it across you have Andy. Andy
0: bring you a turkey bobby and that'll get the spill incorporated.
4: <laughs> <laughs> turkey bobby is... No, is, no, your sandwich great. has to be open-faced. Because
0: it's all messy and no.
4: open-faced. So they
0: they gotta... Some powdered sugar, so that can get all over you. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's ask him questions yeah. and make him laugh while think the chewy candy.
5: <laughs>
3: <laughs> chewy candy, Andy. Huh. What are I ours?
2: don't. I don't. You know what? They're basically minties. Mint. Mm. Uh, I mean
3: yeah.
4: That was a good gift from Mandy. I know. Yeah, I know they're mm-hmm. from Mandy. Yeah. Minties. Mandy's um, minties. You know what? Mine would be. It would be. It would, I would call it the True North, just because ah. the True North.
5: Mm. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And it would
4: have some Canadian bacon on there. So female bacon, proper bacon, some Spam. Oh. That came out of nowhere, but just some Spam.
2: Spam is good. You don't have to I know. He's creating this (laughs) this
4: sandwich in the moment. And it would be, on top would be poutine. There we go. Oh, wow. Wow. Nice. There we go. can dig on it. And it would be on a with with proper cheese curds, right? Not yes. not not, not, yeah, the, it's not this yeah, Wisconsin bullshit. Yeah, and, oh, melted yeah. cheese.
2: Have you
1: got have you tried the McMullen's uh, poutine yet?
4: Not yet. All right. But you I got to think of what kind of bun. Brioche bun. Wow. <laughs> there we go. go cuz it's <laughs> oh, French. Fanciness. A brioche bun cuz we, you know, Quebec. So there we go. That's my sandwich. All right. You going to make this so we can try it? Mm. Sounds good, doesn't it? it, does. it does. You it does it does. need
2: something with a little more firmness to support the gravy like a ciabatta, something that's not going to just automatically absorb all that gravy and turn to mush. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll do we'll the work first sandwich, and then okay, we'll see yeah. how it goes. See how it goes there. with the brioche. Yeah. The sandwich you have to eat with Fair a spoon.
4: Yeah.
0: I see for the commander. Oh, oh the yeah. commander.
1: With a
2: K. okay <laughs> there.
0: <laughs> wow. wow. lost Matt. That almost killed me. <laughs> wow.
2: The commander with a K. <laughs> wow, and he's only drinking water, I think.
4: Yeah, I almost
2: passed out there. I'm
4: amazed. I lie.
2: thought he was going to do a spit take, and
0: then he started choking. It, it, Todd's it's, very lucky that that Matt cannot do
2: a spit take. Yeah, because that
4: it's pan- the way you said it, for the commander. Yeah. <laughs> do we need to take it to the oh. R. No. Yeah, I actually I'm watched
2: Doug X do a spit take one time. It was just amazing. No. Just on a side note cuz well, okay. he's contributed to I the show. I apologize. Nice, no, 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 no. <laughs> but I want You're a nice uh, a
0: nice french bread loaf. Ooh. Mhm. And you got you got to have some bacon. And then five cheese one two meat
1: lasagna. Oh. Wow. Wow yeah bacon and lasagna that's interesting yeah bacon, that works and for me lasagna
2: yeah. on
0: yeah the 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 two meat would be the, the the ground you know in the in the sauce sure you would have some ground beef no, but also that. a little bit of sausage you know a little sausage well you have to have some sausage so but and i'm just uh, saying it's
2: a lot of carbs pasta and bread together. oh yeah i mean this is this is not well none of these the commander is not an everyday
1: sandwich
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> this is your nothing once a with month. The, nothing <laughs> wrong
1: with the fact, check Andy. That's that's healthy.
0: It's got turkey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you want the healthy one, then it's just layers of meat and some cheese, and they wrap it in lettuce. Hmm. But you know, you don't want lettuce holding the the tomato sauce, and you got to have some tomato sauce. I actually like the fat Andy. The the couple. The last time we ordered, R- remind there, everyone what the fat
1: Andy actually is. Yeah, has no, been a while.
0: The, the Mama de Palma's actual fat Andy, which is what. Is uh, It's supposed to be one half is a chicken parm sandwich, a hot chicken parm, and the other half is a meatball. The last time I got it, they layered them both together. Whoa. So it was a layer of chicken parm and a layer of meatball across that it. That sounds great. That yeah. sounds amazing. And that was sort of like, hey, I like them doing it so, this
1: way. So the Fat Andy mistake is your favorite. <laughs> Fat Andy, <laughs> the, yeah, yeah. The oops. <laughs> so there you go, uh, nice
0: lasagna yeah. sandwich with...
3: Bacon. My, mine's called uh, Manos the Sandwich of Fate. Ah, <laughs> excellent. <laughs> and it is bacon, because all good sandwiches are love bacon. bacon. Yep. All right. Peanut butter. Okay. Peanut butter and bacon Wait, is wait, wait. Good. What
4: kind of peanut butter? Crunchy or smooth? Uh, no, chunky. Definitely chunky. chunky. Nice. Okay. Chunky. Good choice. Um,
3: chocolate chips. Whoa. So we got a dessert sandwich. Maple syrup. Wow. With uh, mini waffle buns, so they're basically like sliders. Nice mini waffle. Oh
0: yeah, yeah.
3: So that's. Oh, we got to make some of these. I'm
2: hungry now. <laughs> yeah. I thought you were going to put it like in French toast, and then uh, no, because
3: that uses just too much.
2: And egg. then like fry it like a, a <laughs> Monte Cristo. <laughs> yeah, like a Monte Cristo. Yeah. yeah.
1: Have you done, gone down to Evil Pie yet to have their? Uh... Evil Pie, the pizza place on Fremont Street that's owned by the evil, partially owned by the evil and family that he can't stop talking
3: about. Yeah, I still, I, I, I keep forgetting it exists, but yeah. now I know where it's at. But no, I haven't been there yet. But
1: they, they have the the uh, candied bacon in, as one of the meats. I'm down man, for candy, the man bacon. candy bacon. Sure, nice. I think it's basically maple syrup soaked bacon. Probably, sure, I accept. Oh, maple yeah. Bacon.
0: <laughs> I've got the <laughs> weirdest boner right
2: now. <laughs> oh, it ain't weird. Oh, maple. Uh, yeah. ba- <laughs> <laughs> maple glazed bacon is fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. Especially when they they basically simmer it down so that it's 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 no longer syrup. It's like almost crystallized on the bacon. Ah, it's wow. amazing.
1: If, if we can get you guys out of your comfort zone sometime, i got to go down there for, for a pre-show din- lunch, dinner or other. Comfort zone. We yeah.
3: try to just have dinner somewhere close so we don't have to yeah. scramble back. Yeah, if we, well, if we that, hit
2: traffic, it? we don't spend you know all the time. That's
0: a pain in the bit of it. Uh. Jeff, you got one? Yeah, you've had all this time to think about it, Mr. Culinary. I've been salivating over you guys' sandwiches. <laughs> I haven't been thinking about my I can own. tell you right
1: now <laughs> that Jeff's is going to be... Complicated and hard to explain.
3: (laughs) (laughs) And have lots of detail. (laughs) He's going to tell you how the chicken was raised. Very likely. Very
4: likely. (laughs) (laughs) How the chicken was raised. It's (laughs)
3: homeschooled.
2: (laughs) Oh, no. Montessori. Definitely Montessori. (laughs) All I can tell you is it would probably be spicy and have bacon on it. (laughs) Wow. Spicy bacon sandwich. I just, I, I would totally have to the about antithesis that of what you said. <laughs> yeah, Andy. I know. Wow. <laughs> what a colossal fuck you. <laughs> no. I'm just saying, he's probably right. I just couldn't think of anything right off the top of my head. <laughs>
3: oh. Well, thank you, Pat, for sending that question. That was, yeah. We learned yeah. something yeah. today.
2: Yeah. Hot damn. <laughs> the more you know. Da,
3: da, da, da. Next question is a Star Trek question from Cthulhu Collector. Okay, it's got a, kind of Gotta multiples a in one. Uh, who is your favorite first officer in any Star Trek series? Spock. 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 Who's your favorite medical officer in any of the Trek series? Bones. Uh, Bones. Really? I, I,
4: you know what? I, 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 li- I like the Doctor. Picard, uh, oh, well, said, I, exactly. yeah. that's a hell of a character. Yeah.
2: Doctor I mean, is a close second for me. Yeah,
0: and he is one of the reasons to watch Voyager. Yeah. There and, is that. And, so and also because
2: good. Bob Picardo is just a, he's a fantastic he's guy. He's a stand-up guy. I mean, many times I interacted with him at the experience. Oh, he was great whenever he was. Okay, yeah, so I, think, was I cool. think it's Bones with a close run-up for the Doctor.
5: Sure.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I, I have a feeling... It, with me, definitely, and I think a little bit of Jeff, it, every answer is going to end up being TOS. But.
3: All right. Who is your favorite character in any series? He has a little denim here. Garrick, best character ever. If you disagree, you're wrong.
0: <laughs> Garrick is yeah. a hell of a character.
3: Yeah.
2: He was so complicated, but you couldn't ever tell. that. Part of his complexity was that you never knew whether he what he was saying was fact or fantasy. Mm-hmm.
0: And just just knowing what i know about performing through that makeup yeah andy robinson really punches through that shit right and does a great job of of getting his character past all that layer of latex
2: his his looks with his eyes through yeah. that makeup big like the subtle eyes. brow movements and they mm-hmm. you know the wide-eyed with the smile and the or, or the side smirk just got me every time you i was have like to wow be big you take off that shit and do it the
0: same way You look like a friggin' fool. Well,
2: it's more stage acting at
0: that point, wouldn't you say? Yeah, exactly. But But even even on stage acting, that's pretty extreme. Right, It's pretty comical. You're really pushing. But when you put on that layer of latex, that's what you have to do to get through that stuff. That's why so many of those actors in the series have so much stage training, because a lot of that is what they needed to do it. But he was, yeah. I mean, I, I... I'm still, I'm still may go with Spock, his favorite character, but Garrick is a hell of a is a hell of a choice. I'm gonna throw, any-
1: I'm gonna throw in a vote for Scotty. I love Scotty. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Going
4: I'll, back uh, to going back to Garrick, any of those Cardassians they got like Dukat, it's good. Garrick yeah. is good. Like yeah. Anyway. Uh, Damar. Damar, yeah, he's also good. I liked Data's arc through most of
2: TNG. Mm -hmm. up until, I would say, when he got the emotion chip in Generations. You're right. That was a real jump in the shark moment for Dan, I think. But, yeah, it's like, you know, here's a real cousin Oliver. Here's a character struggling to understand the human condition (laughs) and then in many cases understands it better than some of the characters that are going through, you know, what it is to be human. So, yeah, he just, you know.
3: As a Brady Bunch fan, I really appreciate. Thank that, you. Mike. Oh, gee, yeah, <laughs> it's
2: very appropriate.
1: Yikes! Honestly, but go to another the Sam and Diane thing. Sure. That—that's what happened with Data. Once he, once Data, Data, What the fuck? Data? What, what
0: is my Data? What is my and, name? And Dada, you, you is need not. to, you need to bury that right now. Data, Data, Data. Data. Um,
4: well, that really pissed me off. Bury. That really pissed me off. <laughs> <You> know, <it's, laughs> yeah. What? You don't remember a uh, game night? Like, burry, burry. I'm like, what? what? Uh, yeah. You mean, mean bury? When when, you, uh, uh, when Major Ma is trying to Barry, bury, bury <laughs> the bodies. And you're like, you mean bury? I'm like, no. Bury you the bodie? Bury the hatchet? <laughs> no.
2: uh, I was going to say, it, it. a character that I don't think got enough respect in TNG was Wesley Crusher. I really identified with Wesley when I was that age because we you were, were that the same age. age. Yeah, yeah. was <laughs> the same age. I was highly into science and math and everything, and I didn't identify with my peers.
3: But you but know, you identified adults... with saving the ship on a weekly basis. Well, not that.
4: I wouldn't you go have, that you, far. You had an old <laughs> bald man always looking down at you. But you know, <laughs> adult <laughs> children saw. Shut up, Jeffrey. <laughs> you know exactly. Get him off my bridge. <laughs> <laughs> but uh
2: yeah. Anyway, I it was a character hated hey Troy.
4: Couldn't stand her character. Hmm.
2: They didn't use her right at all. Uh, from what I heard, I heard
0: that actually uh the writers were having a hard. It, the, it's funny with those characters because you can often you often find out later that some of the characters who had real trouble with the fans. The writers had trouble with. Right. Yeah. One of the reasons I sympathize with Will Wheaton is he once made the comment, you know, it was hard playing a character where the writers did not know how to write for a teenage boy. Yeah,
2: because mm-hmm. they were all
0: and 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 it, and it made much. Once older. I heard that, I was like, oh, you poor fuck, because I. I could not stand Wesley. But once I heard that and I thought about it, I'm like, you poor bastard. I yeah. do
1: feel for you. Yeah, the writers, you know, as far as, as you know, the poor Betazoid there, was just stuck with Well, you know, saying, well, saying I, stuff what, you already knew.
0: What I was getting to is that I heard they were going to get rid of her.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah,
0: The writers, they were just like, we don't know what to do. We're just going to write her out. We're going to phase her out. Well, yeah, and and then I- Tasha left... And and like, oh, like, we, we need gotta a woman. keep Fuck. one babe, mm-hmm. and so that's how that's how uh, Marina Sirtis ended up staying with the series. Oh wow! Because yeah. she was even talking in interview, like yeah. <clears throat> that she was getting the kind of stuff where like she passes people in the hallway, "Hey guys!" and there's like people looking away, <laughs> <laughs> just mm-hmm. like you get that <laughs> you get that exile toxic, yep. I, and you're like, "What the hell's going on?" I don't even know what's going
4: on. So well, they, and they, her, they have trouble writing her character yet; they can pull off a Barkley. Well, or something like that. They originally like, were going to have the nerd. character
2: was originally going to be telepathic, but then they're like, "Well, no, that's too much of an easy out because she'll be able to read the thoughts of any enemy, you know, that they would face and know exactly what they're going to do." And they're like, "Well, that would make it too easy, so there's no drama there."
1: Was the original concept
2: also to make her whatever Persis Gumbada was in the movie? Yes. Okay. Um, her her and Will Riker's characters were based off of. Um, Decker, Decker and, and Ilia gotcha. from Motion Picture, because a lot of what was supposed to be Star Trek Phase Two, the television series, right. was rolled into Next Generation. Right, right, right. But, uh, but yeah, so then they made her empathic, but then her empathic powers didn't quote unquote work all the time, but then she's supposed to be this brilliant psychologist that is able to kind of read people's, you know... You know mannerisms and so forth, and but they couldn't figure out how to write for that, so they really did that character a disservice until much later in the series. Yeah,
0: it did. It, it, it's funny how you can often see how the writers, <clears throat> despite whatever performance or, you know, they'll make or break the the popularity yeah. and the acceptance of a character. So and it's funny too because yeah, I mean, even the, well, and especially when they would like have her uh, empathy. Like, go through space. You know, like, there's something thousands I of nothing. kilometers away, and she's like, I'm sensing great anger. And it's like, how, how. How do you not go bonkers if you can sense that yeah. far, everything that far away? Not to mention
2: the thousand people
1: that are on the ship, on the right, ship. that she's at, right. on and, as and well. And on top of that, I'm sensing anger when the guy is
4: screaming obscenity. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Oh, well, those would be funny moments. Yeah. Or he's uh, he's lying, sir. Well, it's a fucking Romulan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it,
3: it, Spock
0: was cool because the mind meld. You actually had to make physical contact. It was, like, really tough work. You had to really work hard to actually pull thoughts from people's brains. The episode
1: a, with the suicide machine, though, he actually does telepathy through the wall or mind control yes. through a wall, which is weird.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, th- and I think I think they did that that one time, and they were probably like... That's, yeah, they pulled it way back. We're
2: yeah, never going to do that yes, again because oops. <laughs> yeah. Well, because, yeah. I mean, and to, to your point about, you know, it being difficult and why Vulcans didn't do it very often, it it really kind of gets underlined in star trek 6 when he's melding uh with uh, uh oh, McCoy. kim kim control's character oh oh, oh. uh Val- valerius and you know and he has to force through because he, he mind-raped her. yeah, yeah exactly it, you know and for vulcans they feel what she the other so person is feeling, so right. he's he's not only rape, mind raping her, he's mind raping himself, and then that memory sticks with them. So you could see it, like when he pulls away, you know, the kind of sheer horror of the like, what have I done, mm-hmm. you know, after he did it, and right. that's just, well, and that's, that's a testament a to Leonard to Nimoy.
0: That's a nice little that that's a nice little dramatic hook to make that
2: give yeah. that some weight and, and that testament some consequence to Nimoy and him knowing how. It, knowing intricately that character and mm-hmm. and knowing what he can and can't do. So anyway, we got way off topic there. No, we didn't. That was, <laughs> no, that
1: was that good. Was, that was great.
3: <laughs> what can you do or not do? Write to us comments. <laughs> God Ow! God. What? God. Wow! What? <laughs> <laughs> wow! <laughs> we just we zoom. Can, you don't want to read
4: the, You don't want to read those emails. <laughs> <laughs> what
3: can you do? <laughs> <Well? laughs> no, but I do want to know what is your arcade memory. Either throw it in the uh, Shock Monkeys layer underneath this episode, and what's or your sandwich? Us, and write to us at, at comments on the Cow Show. And yeah, if you got a sandwich, oh, do that, please. It, the sandwich, it. come on. Yeah, no. <laughs> sandwiches and arcade games—that's what we want right now.
1: Send us your sandwiches. No, not the recipe. Send us the actual sandwiches. No, that don't do sounds that. like a bad idea.
3: <laughs> wow, that's a terrible well, idea. Well, you
0: know what? The pasty place doesn't hurt him. Andy
3: will be fine. <laughs> You'll eat yeah. Those. But if you're sending from England, put on lots and lots of mayonnaise. Yeah. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Question, though. That pasty place, are they at the Ren Faire?
3: No. No. It's it's a nice restaurant. It's an actual restaurant restaurant.
4: Yeah. It's but downtown. I mean, they don't Charleston. have a booth at the Ren Faire for that one weekend because there's a pastry place or a pastry. They would Whatever. probably
3: do pretty well if they did, but they don't. Okay.
4: All right. All right there
3: you go. They could if they would, but okay. they don't. So Thanks. They okay. Thanks, Kay. And don't get the soup. But until next week, I am Master Torgo. 80s Jeff. Commander K, Jack Jack Dandy. Maple Leaf Matt. I'll talk to you next week in Geek. Ow. Maple glazed mat. Oh, man. Man. You don't want to glaze me out. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and the whole world knows I'm fat, and I'm proud just to tell me once again who's fat.
5: Push a player, but I-